I'm so glad that you're here with us, and I get the pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you getting the ideas, the knowledge, the information, so that you can save more and spend less and avoid getting ripped off. Speaking of ripoffs, if you ever feel that I've ripped you off, that's what's coming up later is Clark Stinks, where you get to hear where people feel I gave bad information, bad advice, or just have like a hole in my head or something. So hope you'll tune in for Clark Stinks coming up later. Clark.com is our main website, and we have our deal site, our bargain site. It's called ClarkDeals.com if you like to save money. I want to talk about something that I've been on a burn about for a while, and it's that the Truth in Lending Act does not apply to small businesses. And so one of the hottest ripoff areas in the country now are people who rip off small business owners with instant loans. And so there's no requirement under the law that a small business owner be told what junk fees are going to come with a loan or what interest rate comes with it. And I get, as an owner of several small businesses, I get at least 10 offers in the traditional mail, you know, the snail mail coming from the post office. I get at least 10 every week from these lenders that specialize in lending to small businesses. And it's something that could have been a good thing. And there are people in it doing it right. But unfortunately, there are too many players out there who are taking advantage of the need for cash of small businesses and charging effective interest rates that are gigantic for having money available in minutes, hours, or days. So here's the thing. If you are a small business owner and you're getting these solicitations for these instant loans, do not bite until you have found out what fees there will be and what interest rate you'll be charged. If you can't get a straight answer, you know you're done with whoever that is who's soliciting you. And it is one of the failures of Congress where every, every individual member, I think without exception in the U.S. House and U.S. Senate, talk about how much they value small business people, and they're all lying because they only care about the big fat cat corporations that line their pockets with contributions. Fact. And the reality is nobody's looking out for the small business owner. And one example is that there are no laws governing proper disclosure of loan terms to small businesses. And there certainly should be. Second thing is the Supreme Court did the thing where states can charge sales tax to small businesses selling things over the internet, selling across state lines. But if I'm a big company, if I'm Walmart or Amazon or Target or something like that, having to comply with the sales tax rules of a zillion different cities and counties and states and all that 
is something that for me is no big deal. It is a nightmare for a small business trying to comply. And there should be a simplified tax procedure put in place that states will just have to live with that governs small businesses selling, let's say, online sales below a certain threshold that may be a million dollars a year in sales or $10 million a year or whatever, because the big money is coming from the big corporations anyway. Why make life miserable for small businesses? I'd love to hear candidates running for president, candidates running for office in the House or the Senate actually have a real agenda to try to help entrepreneurs and small businesses because it is just maddening that the only people who get to really bend the ear of our elected officials are the lobbyists representing the biggest companies out there who feed all that campaign cash in and when are people going to run for office who really mean it that it's the people's house and that they are there to represent the people of the United States. Susie's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Susie. Hello. Susie, you are an entrepreneur. You have rental properties. How many do you have? Two, and we're living in our intended third. Oh, I love this. How's it worked out for you being a landlord? Actually, it's been wonderful. I'm kind of an accidental landlord. After the crash, our first was kind of underwater, and rather than selling it for a loss, we just buckled down and paid it off, and it's been honestly the biggest blessing that is such so a great story to hear. I'm excited to be on your hear. show, by the way. Thank you for having me. <laughs> of course, of course. So uh, now you've got two about to become three, and then you'll get a new personal residence, and that'll be your fourth dwelling? Yeah. So how can I be of service? Because it sounds like you got things going great for you. You know what's funny is my mom is like a huge fan of your show. And um, I was asking her about a situation that we have to figure out. Um, I feel empowered after we've paid off one of the rentals and we would like to do either our the other rental or the house we're living in now. So what happened was if we put down like an extra amount every month, like an extra 1000 per month, we could pay off either one in four years. And we were trying to decide what would be the best way to do that, either. All right. Well, before you go on with either, I've got to take you through my protocol because I don't want you to have your future based in an unbalanced way just on a real estate portfolio. What are you doing right now to save for retirement in more traditional ways like a retirement plan at work or a Roth IRA? So um, we've got a Vanguard Roth IRA, and then we've also got, through my employer, 
we put away 6% and there's a match. Actually, it's, no, it's 5% and there's a 10% match at the employer I'm at now. Really? They match $2 for every dollar you put in? Yeah. That's that's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so the Roth that you're doing with Vanguard, which I'm so glad you're doing, are you putting in six grand into it each year? Uh, so we're putting in $450 a month right right now. That's and great. Okay, so I just want you to step it up to 500 a month okay. for each of you. And so oh, you're putting... Each. So you're putting twelve grand away for you know per year for you as a couple, six right. each. And then okay. if you've got extra money, you're doing so many great things. You're obviously living on le- much less than what you make. If you would like yep. to then pay extra on one of the mortgages each month, do that. Um, maybe okay. your uh, whichever one has the lower the higher interest rate would be the one you'd want to put the extra money on. So instead of doing it in four years, it might take you five or six if you make sure you're fully funding the Roth IRAs. But it sounds like you have your financial house so in order and you're putting yourself in a position where you're going to be in great shape and you're doing all this living on less than what you make with how many children? Two. So I think this is an important example for other people that here you are, everybody says, oh, I can't do any of that. I'd love to do that, but I have these kids and I love them, but they cost so much money. You're making this all happen with two children in the household. So you should feel really great about that. So continued success to you, but remember, higher priority, fully funding those Roths every year, and then you prepay on one of those mortgages. Scott's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Scott. Hey, Clark, how are you? Great, thank you, Scott. So it's funny, you have a follow-up Roth question for me, don't you? I do, and I had a joke planned. I was going to call you Mr. Howard, but I got nervous when I heard your voice. So, uh. Well, thank you for not calling <laughs> me that. because <laughs> You know, I, I so say that, that a, a kid will be with a parent who's like a little kid and the, you know, the parent may listen to the podcast or listen to me on radio. And so the kid will come up and say, hi, Clark. So we tell everybody to call me Clark. So a little kid calls me that. I think that's fine. You've trained us well in many ways. And we appreciate it. Absolutely. So what's going on with your Roth? So thanks to you, I've been fully funding a Roth for about six or seven years now. And I have the six grand just sitting in an account right now. And my question was, should I put it in right now so the money can get working right away for me? Or should I just do 500 a month? Uh, Because you you speak of an economic slowdown coming. So if if that does indeed come, then later on in the year, that that 500 per month is going to buy more because we're getting the the um the stocks at a, at a discount right so dollar cost average in at 500 a month so uh, mathematically since in more years markets rise than they fall someone who can afford to put six grand in at the very beginning of each year for that year's roth will ultimately end up long way down the road with more money 
But my preference is that for peace of mind and for force of habit, that you just do 500 a month every month. And so no matter what happens, you're just full speed ahead. You know, there can be scary uh, political or economic headlines, and you're just straight in continuing to do that 500 a month dollar cost averaging in to that Roth, and it keeps it going, has the habit going, and I prefer that even though, again, any mathematician could tell you based on stock markets over the years going uh, gradually, steadily up on average, would you be better off just lump summing? I prefer the dollar cost averaging. Okay. And then put the other, the money that's just sitting there in an online savings account, the highest. Exactly. And then pop that 500 in every month. Because even when, when something is mathematically true, the reality is we're human beings with human emotions and we fear losses more than we appreciate gains. So if somebody gets nervous about the market, that lump sum they were going to put in, maybe they don't quite get in because, well, I'm going to wait till the dust clears or whatever. That's why just doing the 500 month after month after month is a healthier financial habit over the long haul. Heather's with us on the Clark Howard Show. And Heather, you bleed Packer green and yellow? Yes. Wow. Well, how can I be of service? So we, the entire family, are big Packer fans, and we always have been, but we've never got an opportunity to go to Lambeau. So we want to do that next season. So I'm trying to get some advice on the best way to make it to where it doesn't financially break me, (laughs) since this will be a family trip. And as far as I can tell, only the three major airlines fly into Green Bay. Yeah, but most people fly into Milwaukee to save money. Okay. Milwaukee to Green Bay is a drive that we've done as a staff. I don't even know how many times we've driven from Milwaukee to Green Bay or to Appleton. And so um, it's really a a pretty simple, easy drive. It's an interstate all the way there. And... uh, it's a pleasant drive and Milwaukee is competitive price-wise it'll be very rare that you're going to find a decent fare into Green Bay or Appleton there's commercial air service into both and they're adjacent to each other but okay you know with a bunch of you going fly into Milwaukee what are you going to do for game tickets that's what that was another question I had I didn't know if I should go the travel package route no, look at look at the schedule. Them. Look at the schedule and look for a game where they're playing an AFC opponent that has a crummy record where there's okay. going to be no natural rivalry and you're likely to be able to find a lower price tickets. Any recommendation of where I should go through to get the tickets? StubHub. Okay. And the Packers may have a resale uh, portal of their own okay and the tickets tend to get cheaper much closer to a game okay you know if the packers are playing a natural nfc rival the tickets will be much more expensive 
then as they go through the rotation of AFC teams, especially if it's uh, uh, not a very good AFC team. Right. So Makes sense. So that's how I've gotten to go to a lot of, when I travel, I'll go to an NFL game in another city, and I always look for the games where they're playing an opponent nobody cares about, and I can get in really cheaply. The best I did was $19 for a game a couple of years ago. It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about your empowerment with knowledge so you can keep more of what you make. Think about what I just said. Empowerment, knowledge, so you fatten your wallet. That's what we're about on the Clark Howard Show. But what if you tune in to me to get advice, get guidance, to hear what I have to say, and you feel like something didn't ring true or you feel like I gave a bad answer, or you feel like I'm just not delivering on my promise. I need to hear from you. And that's why we have Clark.com slash Clark Stinks, where you can go post where you feel I didn't deliver or where I was just plain wrong. And then you post, others can read your posts, they can add to them, they can disagree, whatever. And then weekly, our producer, Krista, goes through your posts and shares highlights with you right here on the show. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. You ready for some Clark Stinks? Sure. All right. I love your show and all the help you provide, but when a caller asks about hearing aids, I think you need to have people think about how well they can hear their phone conversations. I decided I needed hearing aids. Actually, my wife decided. And the first pair I bought helped with hearing, but didn't help me understand conversations on the phone. So I work on the phone quite a bit, and I swapped them back for a Bluetooth pair connected to an iPhone and now I'm able to hear the phone conversation through both ears. I have my work desk phone forwarded to my cell, and it works great. And I just met someone actually who told me the same thing with the Bluetooth. Yeah, the Bluetooth is a game changer for people with hearing loss. And being able to hear clearly on a phone is one of the great advantages. And now almost all hearing aids being sold in the country come with the Bluetooth connectivity to a cell phone, either Android or iPhone. I used to listen to you on the radio until today when I heard you fly your staff around the world for meetings. Those expenses for flying and meetings are written off of your taxes each year. I think you're insensitive to your listeners. You're boasting about flying your staff for free around the world. How can you do that with many people struggling here in this country? I cannot listen to your show anymore after I heard where you that you fly them to pay. Paris, France, Thailand, just a tax write-off. Really bogus, Mark. Mark, I appreciate your post and the way taxes work. Most of the cost of those trips is borne by me with after-tax dollars. And it's a really important bonding thing for us as we work in so many different areas in service to you with the radio show, the podcast, TV, our video, websites. our newsletters, websites, uh, social media, every way we connect to people 
it's important that we all are on the same page as a team and doing these trips, these rewards to thank people for their hard work is something that I want to do and I've done through my whole career as a way of expressing gratitude to my team. And again, most of the money comes straight out of my pocket. One of the things we do is we you know, we post deals all the time and travel is one of the areas we do. So uh, I feel that most employers don't show sufficient gratitude to the people that bring them the success they have. And so for me, that's really, really important. And I'm sorry that the staff reward trips are offensive to you. You don't stink. I just want to correct you on a few statements about allergies. If you're having a, for instance, a peanut reaction, you have more than seconds, as you stated on your podcast. Also, the EpiPen is made to be used by anyone. All you do is stab it in the thigh. You don't even need to take your pants off. That way, anybody is capable to use it. Sharon. Sharon, thank you. And I hope that the way I described it didn't make it sound... uh, irresponsibly alarming but a lot of people panic in a circumstance that involves administering an EpiPen and that's why uh, my daughter always carries two with her and often it's recommended that you carry two because of the panic factor involved with administering the life-saving dose what you hope is going to be a life-saving dose. You don't stink you just don't have all the information about real ID. Recently, you stated that the Real ID driver's license has a gold star on it. I live in Washington State, and my license has an American flag, a banner that says Enhanced Driver's License, and two pictures of me. It appears that each state is doing things differently. And I did look, and like California has a bear with a star, and it's a little behind, and there are lots of <laughs> They put the it's star really and the yeah. bear's behind? I mean, well, and it's back. It's, you'd have to see it. Well, I, I appreciate that post. That you know, was the David recommended in thing was the kind of mustard color is that mustard color i'm i have trouble past primary colors but it's a it's a star that goes in the corner but as you point out there can be variations on it that makes a driver's license compliant and that was david in bellevue washington thank you david bellevue is such a great town clark said all tvs today are the same this is wrong Walmart had a Philips 4K TV for Black Friday that was $278. I did a lot of research on 4K TVs and, re- and learned this is a complex issue. HDR, brightness, smart, SDR, motion interpolation, black screen insertion, color, etc. I decided to buy a TCL 425 50-inch, which sold for $237 on Amazon. The best value was actually the TCL R625, but it was twice the price. The 425 was maybe 95% the TV, same TV. So I got a great TV for half of the leading model that I think I will be happy with. That Philips one will be a disappointment to buyers. So much for Clark deals in this case. Cheaper is not always better. Jerry. Jerry, thank you for your post. Now, what the TV manufacturers are doing is they're coming up with different series. You mentioned that you got a TCL 4 series instead of the 6 and uh, Vizio now has the V-series, the M-series. The I think there's four different ones that, that Vizio uses. 
and each of the manufacturers are doing this where the different series may be uh, OLED or it may be traditional LED or it may be a faster refresh rate or uh, different levels of sophistication with the technology. My experience is maybe different than yours, and that's that for typical programming that most of us are watching, typically streaming or watching over a cable or satellite connection, you're going to find that a lot of the technology available in TVs now that costs more money is overkill. Although you went with the lowest level TCL and are very happy with what you got with it. Clark stinks like stale cigarette smoke. On a recent episode, he mentioned there are people who have never smoked who get lung cancer by fluke. While this is true for many folks, this would have been an excellent opportunity to mention that radon gas in the home is the number two cause of lung cancer in the United States, killing over 20,000 people per year. Testing your home for radon can cost less than $100, and if radon is found in your home, then remediation usually costs less than $2,000. Oh, and Clark doesn't really stink like old cigarettes. He is odorless like radon gas. Carl. Carl, thank you for that. I have been through the radon gas experience where a house that I purchased, it was a foreclosure, I, uh, at the recommendation of my real estate agent, had a radon test done, and it had extremely high concentrations of radon, and we had that remediated, and that's a bit of a project. And then a house that I sold, we were unaware, had a radon gas problem, and we had to remediate that for the buyers. So... It is in areas of the country where radon gas is a problem. Uh, It is something that you do want to have tested as a buyer and make sure that you are going to be in a safe environment for yourself and your family. Clark, when asked about credit cards that provide trip cancellation coverage, you've been recommending a card with an annual fee. Gasp. I wanted to let you know that the USAA Visa card, available with no annual fee, provides trip cancellation coverage. The card may not be available to everyone, but you should at least recommend this this for those who have access to USAA. Keep up the good work, Robert. Robert, you just made me feel like a complete idiot because I have in my hand right now my USAA card, and I had no idea that it came with trip cancellation, trip interruption insurance. I will verify that my USAA card comes with that, and that is how we all learn together on the Clark Howard Show. All right. This is not really a Clark Stinks unless we're talking about Clark's past automobile choices. I just watched a YouTuber review a classic three-wheeled car called the Freeway. If I remember correctly, Clark told us years ago he owned one back in the 80s. Let's hear Clark's take on the car and how much he liked driving it. The YouTube reviewer thought driving it was terrifying. (laughs) Clark has always been an early adopter, Chris. Not only did I drive the freeway three-wheel car, I, when the company ran short of cash, I believed so much in what they were trying to do that I invested money in the company. Of course, I lost it. But the... The idea of what they were doing is in an era that oil prices were extremely high, gas prices were extremely high, they came up with this three-wheel vehicle that would get 100 miles per gallon. And so, of course, I hopped on it, and 
I remember how careful I had to be driving it when I accelerated too quickly on the freeway one day, and the freeway, the front of it lifted off the ground, and I was like an airplane <laughs> on the runway going to take off, and so, uh, yeah, it was an interesting experience, but it was a product ahead of its time, so I did. Did drive one, had one, and yes, it was dangerous to be in it, but I'm all in one piece. Hey, there's a lot of other crazy things I've done over the years. I appreciate all your posts, and I want to hear from you. If you think I've really missed the mark, go to Clark.com slash Clark Stinks and let me know. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bart is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Bart. Hi, how are you doing? Great, thank you, Bart. How can I serve you? Well, I am looking for your opinion on how to play this uh, part of my life where I have my uh, wife ran off with somebody and I've got to buy out her half of the house. Oh, I am so oh. sorry. I am so sorry. <laughs> how, how are you holding up? It's been a struggle, but, you know, I'm, better days are ahead. So. Have, you, have you been I, able to get the counseling that might be helpful to you? Yeah, I went through that for uh, many years trying to... Uh, no, no, I mean, uh, now that she's done this, I mean, have you been getting... Yeah, okay. well, I, I went through three years of us uh, of me trying to get her to reconsider, but uh, that didn't happen, and we're okay. way beyond the point where she's gone. All right, so you, you're and, at that point of acceptance now. You're, you're okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yeah, as good. good as good as can be. Yeah, because I mean, you can ask me about money stuff all day long, but, <laughs> but if your heart's hurting, it's important to that's, deal with that part. That's it. That's it. Well, it was a military family, and I was the Mr. Mom, and I uh, took care of the kids while she did the military stuff. And uh, at the end of the time, the attorneys wrote in that I had to refinance within a year and buy her out. And, uh, I didn't have uh, a job, so uh, they looked at me like the deadbeat that I am. And uh, oh, <laughs> so, man, don't uh, pick on yourself. You had a you had a great job. You were raising those kids. I did indeed, and and the toughest job. So uh, it was twenty four seven. But right. uh, made made it through that. I've uh, got my business up and running, and now I've got a couple years of tax returns that show that I'm actually not a deadbeat, but we took out a 15-year note on the uh, property, and uh, we're basically halfway through that, and I've been paying it down, and uh, now to refinance, I've got to start all over, 
and the amplification starts at the top and works its way down. And I have the funds to pay it off and get a HELOC. And my thought was that that was the way to go. And I understand that the rates are a little bit higher. Yeah. So let's uh, talk an alternative here. So you got to cash her out and then you've got to carry a debt level of how much would you guess? You know, to buy her out and everything, I'm looking at maybe a total of three, and the uh, house is worth five. Okay. 550. So, so you definitely don't want to do a HELOC because it's not just that the rate starts out higher, it's that it can float. And interest rates are unusually low right now, and that would not be the best strategy. So let me ask you this you owe, let's say you take out a loan for 300. How long do you think it would take you to pay that off? Well, I guess that's part of the equation that I didn't throw in there is that I can pretty much pay it off. So Why wouldn't you just I, pay cash then? Well, th- in other words, I have to buy her out of the, the deed and the right. mortgage. Right. And so I would do that and, you know, I may not pay it off right away. Um, but then I would have uh, those funds available with a HELOC if uh, I do hard money loans or uh, fix and flips, you know, short-term investments. It would be there. Oh, oh, so you don't actually need to have a mortgage, but you might I need don't. to, from time to time, borrow against the value of the house to do an investment that you might do. Exactly, and okay, I know so that, that you is, know, 3% that is a case. money is great, but yeah. 3% money is not great if you have to pay that 3% every month when you don't really need to. Sure. Uh, all right, so you gave a circumstance where doing the HELOC, where you have the standby HELOC, is fine. And okay. Because if you would be, when you borrow the money, it would be for a short term for doing a specific business deal, if I have that right. Yes. Yeah. So, so the downside is that I cannot uh, write off that HELOC because it's not acquisition funds anymore. True. But so what? You know, tax rates are low enough now that I wouldn't really worry about that. If you're doing a business, though, you may be able to structure borrowing in a way that you would be able to deduct interest as a business expense against an investment. That's the kind of thing that you don't want to talk to me about. If you don't have one yet, you want to have a CPA who does tax work advising you on your overall business that you built up and this particular transaction. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.